across the world, real estate agents are underachieving. They're missing out on millions of dollars in commissions. My name is Pat Hyben, and in the past 27 years, I've sold over 6,000 homes, selling over a billion dollars in real estate volume. My plan is to interview agents from across the world and help all agents create their destiny. Happy Friday, Rockstar Nation. Hope you guys got a good weekend planned. Uh, man, what a week, man. Our downloads are crushing it this week. We've had some crazy uh, uh, downloads with the guests we have. Saul Z is just killing it. Everybody's liking the Saul Z. You know, nothing like, you, you know, someone coming in from another country and just looking at you know america as the streets are paved with gold and he saw chicago streets paved with gold and he wasn't stopping until he was getting it and um i love that and obviously you guys love it too because um a lot of downloads on that one and kenny klaus you know the neighborhood specialists a lot of people like because you know farming is a part of real estate and everybody farms or wants to farm successfully but i think a lot of ages Go out there and they send out a bunch of postcards and they don't get any results and then they 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 quit and that, and that's the key is as he said not to quit with you know just like he did it on his uh on his FedEx route how he did FedEx for 13 years and he started to, towards the end of his career with FedEx started saying hey you know maybe I should do a real estate business like I do my FedEx where I just run this route around my neighborhood and everybody knows that I'm the real estate guy rather than the FedEx guy. So that is getting a, a lot of extra attention there. So if you didn't get a chance to hear that, that was last Friday's Kenny Klaus and then Saul Z was this Monday's. Next week we have Walter Siriento from Queens, New York on Monday. I got Jack Berry who's crushing things in Philadelphia. Two big city boys. And then uh, Pat Wadham, me and Pat catch up on what rock and roll concert she's been going to lately and uh, all kinds of good stuff and how she's doing there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Anyways, wow, great week. You know, as you know, Rebus University opened up on Monday, opened up its doors every day since Monday. Lots of purchases. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who has been, you know, buying this university course. The eight agents that are covered in here, all top listing agents who have generously uh, donated their time and their uh, candor. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but that gave us their pre-list books and everything i appreciate them and you guys are obviously appreciating them we have broken over a hundred sales so thank you for the hundred people that have bought uh, again if you didn't get the discount code we are only giving this discount till we reach 200 so after that that's it the price is 9.97 to get all this and what we're finding is that with the discount code of course it's it's 490 some bucks but um here it is. It's CLA 50. It's simple. CLA 50. Give it out. I got 100 more at that, and then that's it. CLA 50. Go to rebusuniversity.com, or better yet, if you want to make it really fast, go to hybendigital.com backslash CLA 50. Hybendigital.com backslash CLA 50, and that will... 
take you right there and it, and it automatically sells it to you for 400 some bucks so anyways uh people are going on there like i said before and they're just taking all the downloads it's 28 downloads that's worth 500 bucks right there 28 uh the pre-list books uh, market analysis net sheets all that stuff people are not even watching the videos now i really don't think you should do that i think you should watch the videos take the quizzes you know we've had three people uh pass the course already i got several other coming several others coming around that been almost getting ready to get certificates for graduation and get the designation so i'm hoping by next week we might have 10 graduates and so you know maybe i'll read them off maybe if you take it and graduate by the end of next week i'll read your name on the air okay i will do that i will read your name on the air if you can graduate by end of next friday it's a 10-hour dig, guys. It's a 10 hours, but it's worth it. I mean, you're going to come out of this thing knowing how to beat mega agents on listing appointments, how to how to win every listing appointment. That's it. You'll never lose again if, if you implement as many of these as you can. Or just take two or three. Take the Saul Z and the Rachel Adams and morph them together and, and just be like them, emulate them, pretend you're them. You can't lose. So hybendigital.com backslash cla50 that's hybendigital.com backslash cla50 or go to rebusuniversity.com r-e-b-u-s university.com and pay in full and then and it's hit the little coupon code cla50 we'll drop the price in half thanks guys and what a great show we have today and uh i hope everybody enjoys it and keep rocking and good luck this weekend list some houses see you Okay, Rockstar Nation, we have a great guest today. I got Steve Sandusky on the line. Steve is with Belay Advisor. And, uh, you know, it's always a pet peeve of mine. I think that there's such a ton of technical training out there for real estate agents. And being a real estate agent in the business for 27 years myself, I. I, you know, think of all the technical training that I had and continuing education that I had and rarely ever does any of it come into play. And really the stuff that made me wealthy and the stuff that made me commissions was the sales knowledge. And I just believe that there's not enough sales knowledge out there for real estate agents. And I found a guy, Steve, he, he is an expert at a training salespeople. And I had to get him on the show because I want him to tell us, you know, what exactly real estate agents are doing wrong in the sales arena and what they should be doing. Better yet, let's go positive, what they should be doing uh, to make more commissions. And and uh, he has something he's come up with, that, uh, 10 things that real estate agents can do to double their commissions next year. And we're going to jump right into that. So Steve, without further ado, welcome to Pat Hyben Interviews Real Estate Rockstars. Hey, Pat. Thanks. Great to be here. Glad to be on the show. Hey, Steve, why don't you just give a little bio on yourself uh, to everybody so they can get to know you better? Yeah. So I have been, gosh, been in the working world here for over 20 years, and most of my experience is focused in the financial services arena. So I've worked with financial advisors for years and years, and along with a partner, we built a coaching company, and we were training uh, a 1,000 financial advisors a year in a paid coaching program. And 
basically we're training them and everything from A to Z in terms of what it takes to be a successful financial advisor. And then uh, in recent years, been uh, doing more individual coaching, speaking, and media marketing services, uh, uh, a lot focused in the financial arena. Wow. Okay, great. So let's talk a little bit about sales tactics and, and the 10 things that you found over your 20 years of coaching salespeople. Now, what, do, what do you think, if, if I'm a real estate agent and I need to know these five or 10 things that are going to double my commissions, right? What are they? What's, uh, what's the first one? Well, so this first one here comes from Urban Meyer. Now, you're familiar with Urban Meyer, coach of the Ohio State football team. Okay. Yeah. So Urban Meyer, I, I had a chance to listen to him speak, and he said, if you want to achieve any goal in life, go four to six seconds, point A to B, as hard as you can. And he said that's one of the things that they focus on at Ohio State. Obviously, they've got a great football team. He says it really comes down to relentless effort. And there's really two components in what he's saying in here. The first one is he says, go four to six seconds. And what that means is that's the average length of a football play. And, and that is giving you a duration. The second piece is he says point A to B, which is giving you a direction. So in football, of course, we're trying to get into the end zone. So when you think about that from a sales standpoint, when you're setting goals, do you have that duration? What do you want to accomplish the next week, the next month, the next quarter? Do you have that direction? What is it that you're trying to accomplish? What do you need to get done? And then are you pursuing that with relentless effort? And, you know, he goes on to say that you got to, you know, make sure that the habits that you have today are in alignment with the dreams and the goals that you have tomorrow. So the key is, you know, you really got to know where you're going and you got to pursue it with that relentless so, effort. So, so like in football, is such a game, right, where you, where you have downs that are so short. Right. I mean, it's right. definitely a game where you're four to six seconds. There's a lot that happens in that four to six seconds and you start over. And I think from the real estate sales industry, I mean, it wouldn't be, hey, you know, I want to double my sales. It would be I want to double the amount of past clients that I call or or double the amount of people that I hand out business cards to and then take that one day. If you you know want to say hand out 10 business cards or call 10 people and that's your four to six seconds that your 10 people is that day's work right is that what you're saying the small goal rather than the big goal right and do it with relentless effort and so you just gotta you know just gotta stay after it and you can gamify it you can turn it into a game and reward yourself so if i you know if i make x number of calls of you know some of these former people that i've worked with after I make X number of calls, I'm going to reward myself with something else. So it gives you that little reward incentive system as well. Wow. Okay. I love that. I love that uh, football analogy. That's really good. Okay. So what would you say the second one is? Okay. Well, I'm going to stick with the sports analogies. <laughs> so I promise this will be the, the last okay. sports one. That's cool. Uh, um, so, you know, this comes from my good friend, Jack Daly, who's one of the country's top sales trainers. And he says that when you look at sports teams at any level, they're typically run better than most businesses because no coach is going to put their team out there on the field without having some kind of playbook. So think about that as, you, as a salesperson, as an agent. Do you have a playbook? Do you have the systems? Do you have the processes that you know work? And you know, you go to these, you know, a conference and and it's a you know a recognition event where you're looking at who the top agents are for the year. Oftentimes, it's going to be the same people year after year after year because these people have a system. They've got something that works, and so. As an agent, you need to think about what is it that these other folks are doing that's so successful? You got to model what they're doing, put it into a playbook, 
and make sure that you follow through and do those things on a consistent basis as well. And pretty soon you're going to see your name on the top of that list as well. Mm, Okay. That's a good one too. That's a good one too. The playbook. Yeah, absolutely. Makes a lot of sense. Okay. So let's, let's keep moving then. You got another sports analogy for the third one or something completely different. I'm going to stop with the sports analogy. Although, although this, this applies to sports people as well, but I don't, I'm not really placing it into the sports category. And that is, so we know in, in real estate, we talk about location, location, location. Of course, you know the old cliche. Yes. Uh, but when it comes to sales, I think about practice, practice, practice. And so often I think I find people that they just try and wing it. They think that, oh, I'm a good, I'm a good talker, so I can respond to any type of question. I'm not going to worry about it. But when you look at anybody in any discipline, whether it's musicians, whether it's artists, they are going to practice practice, practice. Now, I do professional speaking, and I don't just jump up on stage and start delivering a presentation. I mean, even for you know, you and I talking here on this podcast, I mean, I did some serious preparation for today's podcast because I'm not just going to sit here and wing it. And, and so we got to make sure that as, as, a, as an agent, as a sales professional, you've got to practice your craft. And it's not that you want to sound rehearsed. In fact, I, I recently was at an event with a couple hundred other speakers. And I went up on stage and I had a professional speaker critique me. I'm delivering my presentation. I speak for a minute. He stops me, says, hey, try this, try that. We go to the audience. Well, what do you think? You know, what feedback do you have for Steve? And then I incorporate it. I speak again for another minute. Stop, change this. You know, went through it about five times and I'm in front of like 200 people and we're practicing our, our presentations as professional speakers. And so as sales professionals, we got to do the same thing. If we want to elevate our game We've got to play at that level and we've got to practice it and get to the point where we are so knowledgeable about what we're saying that it doesn't sound rehearsed. It just becomes a part of our very fiber. And when we're talking and giving that presentation, it's genuine and authentic because it's real to who we are. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And and, and I agree with that. And, uh, you know, a lot of real estate agents get into this game thinking, again, not from a sales point, that they're that they don't need to memorize scripts, that they don't need to practice. They're just going to go out there and wing it, like you said. And and the fact of the matter is the ones that practice day in and day out are the ones that take the listing when they go on the listing appointment. They're the ones that get the buyer to buy the house when they are showing buyers or, you know, you know what I mean? They're just so much more efficient and so much better. So I, I, I totally agree with that. I mean, yeah. I mean, don't leave anything to chance is what that boils down to. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay. What's number four? All right. Number four is, and this, I'd say this is probably more of a, of a strategic idea that's going to help you be a better professional. And that is, and it really, this is an idea that really goes back to um, Andy Grove, who was the former CEO of Intel. And back in the mid-1980s, the company was getting hammered by some Japanese competition. Grove was concerned that maybe he was going to lose his job. They had to decide on some big new strategic move. So he turns to the co-founder of the company and says, hey, he says, um, you know, this, this decision that we're facing here about these microprocessors, he said, if the board of directors came in and fired us and a new guy comes in to run, to the, co- run the company, what do you think the decision would be for the new guy on this question about the microprocessors. And, and uh, the co-founder says, well, they'd get us out of the microprocessor business. So Grove says, okay, well, why don't we walk outside, walk back in, pretend like we're the new CEO, and let's do exactly that. So the whole idea here is at the end of every year, lock yourself in a room, take out a piece of paper, across the top of the paper, write, you're fired. So literally fire yourself hmm. and then start writing down, okay, 
what did I do this year that I screwed up? Mm. What, what did I do that was bad? What didn't I do that I should have done? Yeah. Okay. Then when you figure all that out, then say, okay, I'm rehiring myself. Now what you've done is you've distanced yourself from all the baggage of the past year. You, you get the emotional detachment from that because you fired yourself. Okay. That was the old guy. Now I'm the new guy coming in and everything I did in the past, it's a sunk cost. What am I going to do differently this year? It's going to be a lot better without any of the past baggage. So I think this idea of firing yourself each year is a great strategic strategy to get you into the right mindset to be successful in the following 12 months. Yeah, that's that that that's great stuff. I I actually did this this morning. I met a guy that um that all his goals are more ofs and less ofs. And of course the more ofs are all things that are, you know, that he's good at, that he likes to do, and the less ofs are things that he hates to do that he's bad at. And and we all should do that with our jobs or our goal setting every year. More ofs and less ofs and put ourselves in our genius zone, you know, and let everybody else that their genius zone is these other things, let them do it. Right. Well, and I, I would add two more things to that. I would add, what do you need to start doing and what do you need to stop doing? Mm, so yes. start, stop, more, less. Yeah. I think that's a that's a great four pieces that you could do there each year. Yes, yes, love it, love it. Okay, number five. Number five is uh, this comes from my friend Joe Duran. The more important you are to the business, the less valuable the business is. So you're an agent. If if everything stops, if you take a vacation, you know you, you've got a job. You don't have a business. Yeah. So think about how can you. And this gets back to what you're saying here just a minute ago about this. You know this genius piece. How can you surround yourself with a team of people so that you're only doing maybe the 5% or the 2% of the activity that is unique to you, that you've got this tremendous skill and ability and interest and passion for that's really going to move the needle? And so surround yourself with other people who can do this other stuff, and and then it becomes a team effort, and you know that you can take that vacation if you want to, and the business isn't going to stop. So just – you know, if you can make yourself less important to the business, you've got more value in the business, and and that's actually going to uh, relate to the next thing I want to talk about here as well. Yeah, yeah, I think agents particularly they're so delusional about what their businesses are worth, whether it's the real estate brokerage or a team business. Uh, they're delusional. They think that they can build this big team and and them be the celebrity and them be the contact that's always in touch with the problem childs of the, the clients and the, the people out there and, and think that there's value in that. It's not any service-related business, especially real estate agent. If you drop out of it and it can't run and make the same amount of money without you in it, it it's obviously worthless. It's just, it's just, it just is what it is. You know, people tell me all the time, oh, my team is worth three and a half times net. I'm like, no, it's not. You know, it's... It's just not, you know, so I, I, I agree with that. That's um, the less they need you, the more it's worth. Exactly. If they don't need you at all. Maybe you can get three and a half times that. But if you're in there, in the trenches, man, it's only worth the book value, right? Because as soon well, as you get out, you'll right. be falling apart. And if you try and sell, you have to stay because you're the business. Right. Yeah, I know of agents and friends of mine that have, have bought back businesses that they sold. They sold and moved to another state, and then they bought them back because the other agent that took over ran them to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> well, and this next one also relates to it, and it's the idea that you should never do anything just once. That if, you know, the business, it's about scalability. It's about consistency. And you think about if you're doing, 
you know, you know, something for one person today, you've got to be able to do that for 10 people or 100 people tomorrow. If you're doing something for 100 people today, you've got to be able to do it for 1,000 or 10,000 people. And you do that by leveraging software, by leveraging, leveraging technology, by leveraging people, by leveraging systems. And so if you do want to build that business and, and you want a business that's not dependent on you, like we were just talking about, yeah. you've got to have the ability to to scale it. And today, we, it, it's easier than ever to scale it. And I know yeah. the, the, the agent business, the real estate business is similar to the financial services business in that you've got a financial advisor who's the equivalent of the real estate agent who's delivering a personal type service. But what we're doing in our industry, I think is very similar to what is happening in the real estate industry as well, how we're using technology to make the professional more efficient and be able to deliver more personalized service, but use technology and software to help do that so that we can work with more people. Yeah, because it's a marriage of that. It's a marriage of the artificial intelligence and the personal service. Because um, otherwise, we, you know, and it's happening in both industries that the, the consumer has the ability now, right, to do online for free what a financial advisor would normally do without the personal service. And the same thing with real estate. And it's coming down the road harder as it already has for mortgage companies with Rocket Mortgage, e-insurance, uh, with insurance. I mean, it's just inevitably going to happen. It's just uh, we as salespeople need to understand that, uh, you know, it's the personal touch that's going to keep people coming back and people wanting to do business with you rather than the artificial intelligence. Right. And in the financial services industry, we call it the bionic advisor. So you've got the human component that's backed up by the technology that enables the advisor to deliver even more personalized service and helps the advisor to offer up things and give advice on things that the client didn't even realize they needed because we've got such great technology, such personalized service. So uh, I think that's very applicable to the real estate folks as well. Absolutely. Okay. What do you got? What are we on? Yep. Six or seven? I can't remember. Uh, we are on seven here, I think. Okay, cool. Yeah. Lucky um, seven. Six or seven here. <laughs> and that is, you really need to be able to answer the question, why should I choose you? And I'm not talking an elevator pitch here. I'm not talking your value proposition here. But as I look at in my industry, financial services industry, the wrap on many financial advisors is they all look alike. And and I think in many cases that's similar in the real estate business. That how do you distinguish one real estate agent from another? And um, I recently spent a lot of time here working with a guy who has built a company around creating a process to help people answer this question: Why should I choose you? And get this: you answer it in seven words or less. And you know this. And this isn't a superficial question. This is a process that they go through that takes. Um, you know, six days, you know, half a day each for six days to really get through this process and understand, um, you know, what is it? What is the business that you're really in? You know, on the surface, it's like, oh, well, we're selling homes. Well, no. I mean, well, let me ask you that, Pat. W- what is the business that a real estate agent is in? Well, you know, there's a ton of cliches, but, um, <laughs> you know, the people business, right? The the homes business, the consultant business. Yeah, so... Right. Yeah, I mean, I got a guy that sells uh, private jets who, who uh, is, is uh, a guy that I had on a podcast. And he said, you know, I don't, I don't sell jets. He said, I, you know, I essentially make people's dreams come true because the people that he's selling to just have such a passion for flying true, true. that that's, that's, that's what they want. And the or, jet or their goal, their, their goal is always to, to get a jet, right? That, that's significant. It's like a, being a billionaire, right? Um, right. Or whatever. Yeah. 
Right. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's good. And I, I think it's a great idea. You, you practice scripts with your team or agents listening. What? Who are you? What do you do? Tell me why I should use you. Seven words or less, go. Right. You know, and, 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 and just practice what that answer is. Right. And, and it really, and, and your answer, it, it has, it's about what you do. It's about how all the pieces that you, that you do fit together. It's the, you know, the problem that you're solving. And here's the other key piece of it is it, ha- whatever you do, it has to solve a deep emotional need. So when you're thinking about real estate, I mean, how personal is the home that we live in? I mean, how attached are people when they're in the right space, when they're in, you know, the difference between a house and a home? You know, that it's, it's, it's our personal space. It's our sanctuary. And so that is the deep emotional need that you're filling. And so if you're a real estate agent, if you can tap into that and help people find that deep, comforting sanctuary of the home, that is going to fill that deep emotional need. Mm. Yes, yes. Well said, well said. Okay, what's next? All right. So <laughs> this is a question. If you had no fear, would you running your, be running your business and living your life exactly the way you are today? And another way of saying that would be, yeah. what would you be doing differently if you had no fear? And so let me just give you some examples here. So fearful would be you're a follower. Fearless would be you're a leader. Fearful would be you're thinking incrementally. Fearless would be you're thinking exponentially. Fearful people are thinking scarcity. Fearless people are thinking abundance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as a, as, a, as a sales professional, you know, what would you be doing differently if you had no fear? Because fear holds us back, whether we're talking sales, whether we're talking relationships, um, you know, whether we're talking about big decisions that we have to make, you know, fear enters into the equation. And the, the, the more that we can embrace fear, and there's good fear and there's bad fear, you know, good fear. I talked about being a professional speaker. The good fear is when you get the butterflies in your stomach as you're about ready to go up on stage, okay? That gets the adrenaline pumping. That gets you excited. That gets the energy level up. That's good fear. You need that. And then there's bad fear, which is the fear that makes you small, the fear that makes you weak, the fear that that makes you decide to take the safe route instead of going the route that could actually make uh, some some big things happen. So it's important to think about what's the fear that's holding you back, overcome that fear, and you're going to make a big leap in the sales. Wow. I, lo- I love it. I love it. Like I, I have a good mentor of mine that's, that always says, if you had $10 million in the bank, what would you do? Right? Mm-hmm. If you had 10 million cash, what would you do? It takes away all fear, right? Because you're like, oh, well, you know, I can afford then to fail my ass off. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so I love that. I love that. Okay, cool. Okay. What's number nine, Steve? Okay. Number nine is, and this one comes from Tony Robbins. And it is, if you're not happy with your sales results, take a look at who you're hanging around with. And he says that people's lives are a direct reflection of the expectations of their peer group. And, you know, there's that old saying, if you're the most successful guy in the room, then you need to find another room. Wow. So, yeah. You know, you know, so I mean, I'm, I'm always trying to surround myself with really successful people, whether it's coaching organizations that I'm involved in or conferences that I'm going to or study groups that I'm involved in. I'm always trying to be around other people who are going to raise my standards who have high expectations, who are successful. And, you know, that's going to rub off on you. And so if you're not happy with where you're at, if you're not getting those sales results, then take a look at, you know, who you're hanging around with and raise the quality of the people that you're hanging around with. And I think that's going to go, you know, a long way 
toward you know getting you more energized, more excited, and getting some better results by hanging around people who uh, you know who who are been there and done it. Yeah, I mean, my my whole life that's how I've gotten ahead is just by you know having a hundred mentors rather than just one by just trying to find as many as possible. And that's part of the reason why, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in masterminds and I enjoy meeting other people who are doing better, who are richer, who have, who have more aspirations, more energy, more success than I do. And then at the same time, you know, reaching down and helping others that want to be, you know, helped by me, so to speak. Well, and I think that's a great point, and I'm glad you brought that one up, is that I think for anybody that's successful, I mean, I, I think to some extent it's, in, it's incumbent upon you to give back. And, and I see that happen all the time with really successful people. They do want to give back. They want to share their knowledge, their wisdom. They want to help other people, so they're, they're gener- generous in that standpoint. And just look at the growth of podcasts. I mean, all the people that go on podcasts, you're not paying people to be guests on these shows and because they do it because they want to give back. They want to help other people. They want to reach people. And it's just a real virtuous cycle. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Good one. I love that one. And uh, so what's the last one? Yeah. So the last one here is one of the keys to me to to sales success is ABC. So Pat, what do you think ABC is? Well, it's either always be closing. There you go. Okay. (laughs) Or... Always be in control. Okay. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay. Well, to me, it's always be curious. Mm. Always be curious. Mm. And to me, you know, the best salespeople are curious. And and particularly in a in you know, in this type of business of, of real estate where we're working with people, we need to be curious. We need to ask lots of good questions. We need to truly truly understand what it is that makes them tick. What are they trying to accomplish? And the more that we can show that interest in the other people, the more that we can understand about them, the better job we can do as real estate people to find that perfect home, that that perfect property that is going to meet that deep emotional need and make them want to refer more people to you. And so just always be curious. And I I mean, I personally have just gone through life. And, and one of the reasons why I do a podcast is because I am curious and it's a great way for me to connect with folks and learn from them and just meet really, really interesting people. Yeah, absolutely. And that and that's one of the things of a huge fringe benefit that I didn't know existed when I first started out the podcasting, but I've made so many friends and met so many people from all walks of life all over the world that uh that it's it's amazing opportunity. Well, this is this has been great. So I'm going to put all of your information on uh, hybendigital.com and everything we talked about in the show notes. But tell me a little bit about what you do, Steve, and what Belay does, and and uh, let's dig into that a little bit. Yeah. So so at Belay we do business coaching. And we do media marketing work. So we do podcasting, blogging work to help uh, professionals get a better presence, better visibility, thought leadership out there. And then I also do the professional speaking. So I love to get in front of audiences and I love to get in front of audiences and just talk about these types of things that will help other people be more successful. Wow. And uh, Steve also has a couple of books. I'm going to put, uh, I'll put links to his books up on hybendigital.com backslash Steve Sandusky. And it's S-A-N-D-U-S-K-I. Or you could just go in and uh, hybendigital.com in the space bar, the search bar, type in 
Belay, B-E-L-A-Y, or Steve S, and it'll show up. Steve, thanks so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you sharing uh, a, a ton, ton of great content, and again, a ton of great content that is sales-related, that everybody should listen to this one three or four times and just get this stuff ingrained in your head. And if I see you on the street, I'm going to ask you for your seven-word statement there that we talked about. It's actually two words. You can see it on my website, actionable intelligence. Wow, actionable intelligence. I love it. All right, Steve, thanks so much. Hey, it's been awesome. Thanks, Pat. Thanks so much, guys, for listening to Pat Hyben interviews real estate rock stars. Please don't forget that if you go to hybendigital.com, we have tons and tons of resources that you could use for free to help you make more commissions selling real estate. Every episode is on there, over 350, and there's a search bar that you could just type in the name of the episode, the number of the episode, or any category or keyword that you want, like FISBOs, expireds, expansion teams, buyer agents, whatever, and episodes will come up that match that. Another thing you could really help me out with is you can go to iTunes and give me a five-star review there. The more reviews I get, the higher in the rankings I climb, and the better guests I'll be able to get for your listening pleasure. Thanks again so much for listening. And don't forget, every episode, write down two or three things and put them to work. Make them part of your goal setting and make it happen. I'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. We're on Twitter, at Pat Hyben. We're on Instagram, Real Estate Rockstar Podcast. And we're all over Facebook on Six Steps to Seven Figures. And Pat Hyben interviews real estate rock stars. And don't forget, if you want to hear more of me, my awesome book that is a New York Times bestseller, Six Steps to Seven Figures, is now out on audio. Just go to audible.com, type in Pat Hyben or Six Steps to Seven Figures, and you can listen to it. And of course, the paperback and ebooks are also available now at excellent prices. Have a great day, and don't forget, Rockstar Nation, keep rocking! This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.